Hey gang, as we round down and wind down 2018 and we get ready for 2019, I wanted to talk to you about goal setting and what your plan is for 2019. Well, hey, everybody. Dr. Bulow here. Thanks for staying connected with me. Uh, We are finishing up and rounding out 2019. And um, if you caught caught the last podcast knowing your numbers, it was a rough end of the year, to be honest. But um, things have settled down, you know, and now my focus is on 2019. And I wanted to talk to you about that, about what you're focusing on going into 2019. Have you ever done a goal-setting workshop? You know, I never have really held much stake in, I mean, historically, I didn't hold much stake in personal development, personality types and books and self-help books and seminars and all that. And then I heard this guy who many of you have probably heard of Tony Robbins, and this was probably 10, 15 years ago. And he had this goal setting workshop that I kind of went through online and, and it was really fascinating. And I've since come to appreciate the power of setting goals. There's this parable of um, goal setting that says that, you know, the 5% of Harvard graduates that set goals made more income combined than the 95% combined that didn't write down and have set goals. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I think it illustrates a good point about goal setting, which is you're bound to be more successful at whatever you set your mind to so long as you set your mind to it, right? And that's all goal setting is, setting your mind to something. Having a vision, having a direction, having a a map and a compass for where you want your life to go. Because the reality is if you don't, if you don't set goals, if you don't have a direction for yourself and your family and your job and your career, then the reality is, is that your life will be dictated by the direction and goals of those around you. See what I'm saying? Like everybody has a direction and a goal, whether they know it or not. But if you lose sight of your own The people in your world that have sight of theirs will use you to achieve their goals and you'll help them and that's fine. You can do that, but it may be at the expense of your own potential and your own goals. So, you know, I said another way, one of my mentors, he said, can you imagine, can you imagine going into a restaurant and sitting down and being like, a waiter comes up and says, Hey, what would you like to, you know, welcome to the restaurant? What can I get for you? You say food. Oh, that's that's good. We make food here. Um, what kind of food would you like? Food. <laughs> like, how can how can the waiter help you if if you don't tell him exactly what you want, or you don't tell her exactly what you want, right? And in the same way, life is this beautiful creation, and it's kind of like the book, The Alchemist. You know, the the moral of the story of The Alchemist was that the universe, that life will bend toward the person or individual with the made-up mind, you know? So the question is, what's your mind? What's your made-up mind? What is it that you're after, you know? God wants to provide for you, but you have to ask, and you have to ask specifically, right? Isn't that what the Bible says? Ask, and you shall receive. But you have to ask specifically, and you have to ask in faith. So many times we worry about how we're going to achieve the goal. It's impractical, you know. I, I'm not going to set the goal because I don't know how that's possible. Well, that's kind of silly to a certain extent because it's kind of like I'd love to have a child, but I don't know how in the world 
a baby can form in a mother's womb after nine months in pickles and ice cream. So I'm not even going to try because I don't understand how that works. It's silly. It's silly, right? God says, you ask in faith and I will give you direction and I will give you a path. But we get so bogged down about how we're actually going to achieve the goal or we get so humble that we say, who are we to ask? But it's, it's silly, right? You're an infinite, miraculous creation with infinite potential. You have every right to dream and to set goals for yourself and for your family. And so we should. And we shouldn't limit ourselves to what we can see. We should, we should only dream of what we feel is right. We should meditate on what it is that is right. And by right, I mean goals that are not only good for you, but are good for your family and are good for the greater good of humanity. Having goals that would hinder someone else in their dreams and their rights and their goals is probably an incongruent thing that you're going to probably have trouble succeeding with. But having a goal that is not only good for you, but is good for the greater good is almost always possible. If you look in society, what people have accomplished You really can't put a cap on what you're capable of. And so you have to start off goal setting by by removing the restrictive beliefs that you cannot achieve something or that you're not worthy of achieving something. That's not really for you to decide. If you are, and I believe that you are, miraculously and wonderfully made, then I believe that everyone is capable of achieving miraculous things. So long as it doesn't, again, hinder or negatively impact those around them. So may I suggest, as we round out 2018 going into 2019, that you set aside some time. And the time for you is to, I want you to like, imagine you're a kid, right? We just finished Christmas time. Imagine you're five years old and it's Christmas season maybe Christmas Eve, maybe the week before Christmas. And man, you know Santa's coming. And you've been good all year long. (laughs) You've been waiting for this. And so you're praying to Jesus. You're like, as ironic as that is, praying to Jesus for Santa Claus. But that's what five-year-olds probably do. And you're saying, oh my gosh, if I could just have, this is exactly what I want. I want this big red bicycle. And I want it to have a little bell, you know, that makes that little ringing noise. And I want it to have the streamers on the handlebars. And I want it to have those little pegs, those little plastic things that go up and down the spokes when I ride. And oh, it'd be so great if I could just have this little attachment where I put my baseball cards on the back and it makes the motorcycle noise when I drive it. Oh gosh, it would be wonderful. I can see it now. It's shiny red with a brown leather seat and a silver red bell on the right handlebar, right? So excited. You could feel it in your chest. You can see the bike. You can hear the bell go with your thumb every time you cling it, right? It's so real and you're so certain that you're going to get it because you've been so good. That's how I want you to approach goal setting. I want you to sit down and I want you to turn off the noise in your head that says you can't and the noise in your head that says you're not worthy. And I want you just to let 
just let yourself dream a little bit. Maybe you don't want that, but if someone were to give something to you, what would you accept as a gift? Because by the way, isn't this life a gift? Hasn't it been given to you? You didn't really earn it. You didn't really create life. It was given to you. See what I'm saying? These things your creator wants to give you and bless things to you. So you just need to open up your arms and receive it. But it starts, it starts with this prayer or visualization or goal setting to say, where would I like my life to go? What would I accept from God if he were to give it to me? What would I accept from others if they were to give it to me? What would I accept for myself if I would give myself the gift of, say, certainty or joy? Those are things you can give yourself if you'll allow yourself to receive them. So often we don't give ourselves the emotional gifts. Maybe our goals are emotional I want to have a goal of being happier, of, of being proud of myself. I want to have a goal of being a great parent. You can do that now. You don't have to. Those are kind of goals that are great. You don't even need the monetary or, or possessional goal. You don't need to wait for the new car to feel proud of the work that you're doing in your career. You don't need to wait for the raise to feel proud and to work hard in your career. In fact, if you feel proud and dedicated and work hard right now, then the raise and the car and things come more quickly, more efficiently. If you walk in the truth now. So you have to allow time for yourself to let go of the limiting beliefs and just dream for yourself a little bit. What would you like to see in your physical health in 2019? What would you like to see in your emotional health in 2019? What would you like to see in your relationships with yourself, your significant other, your family in 2019? What kind of skills and talents would you like to learn? What kind of organizations would you like to be a part of? What type of impact When 2019 ends, what would you love to say that you've done? Where have you gone? Who have you visited? What have you seen personally? What experiences have you had? Right? If you could, if if, if money were no object and, and time was no object, what would you love to do for yourself and your family? What would you love to achieve? Give yourself an hour half an hour at least to to meditate on these questions. Take away the limitation of time and money and how. Don't worry about how. Just worry right now about what. What would you like to do and why? That's the next question. Why? Why is it important to you? Why is the juice? So first you're going to write down all the things that you want to experience and do and have and be in 2019 and maybe even in the next five years and in the next 10 years. You create a list for yourself. The list could be 50 items long, could be 100 items long. 
And then what you do is you take your list. You have all these action items of all the dreams you had since you were a kid, all the things that you wanted to do, the type of person you want to be, the type of experiences you want for yourself and your family. And you have this long list. And the next step after constructing this list is to divide it into time frames. Just look at it and get a sense. Is this is this something I can I want to try and achieve next year? Or is it something I'm going to work on in the next three to five years? Or is it something that uh, is, is like a 10-year goal? It's a big, big goal. That's kind of how I break it down. I have my, my one-year goal that I'm going to shoot for for next year. Then I have my three to five-year goal, meaning if it doesn't happen next year, it's okay, but I really want to work on it so that in the next three to five years, I will have it accomplished. And then I have my bigger goals that say, you know what, I know this is going to take time, but in the next 10 years, this is what I want for my life, for my family. This is where I want to be. So you separate these things out into time frames. And then you take your one-year goals and you pick the top three. The three that you know... If you could knock these out in the next few months, it would give you such a joy. It would give you such a passion. It would be, you'd be so happy to finally have those stupid things done or, or to finally have achieved that one thing that you've been trying to do for the last few years. What are the top three? Because you can't focus on all your goals, right? If you have more than just one to two to three priorities, you have none, right? So you got to take the top three three goals and what you want to do with those top three goals is you want to like think about the emotional payoff and the emotional pitfalls so what is the emotional reason why this certain goal is important to you how will it feel how will it feel for you once you achieve this goal will you feel proud will you feel happy will you be excited What's the why? And if you don't achieve it, why will it hurt? What will the downfall be for you personally if you do not achieve this one, two, or three goals in 2019? Right? See, what we're doing is we're taking, we're getting out our heart. We're getting out our intent for our lives. We're writing down our goals. We're dividing it into time frames. And then the ones that are in our next year in terms of priority, we're just picking the top one to two, maybe three that we're really going to push for. And then to help us push for those goals, we're going to we're going to give ourselves some emotional gas. Emotion is the gasoline that really sets the fire, that really turns up the heat. So if we have these one to three goals, we need to be honest with ourselves and ask ourselves, what is the emotional drivers behind this goal? And when we review these top three goals, which we should be doing every single day, we should be reviewing the top three until they are accomplished. And then we move on to the next three right? For our year. But every time we're reviewing that top three, we are reviewing why it is emotionally important to us. And we get that burn in our belly, like the child with the bike that you feel the flutter in your heart when you think about that bike. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be able to ride it. 
It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be so happy when I have that bike. I am happy now just thinking about that bike. And if I don't get that bike, man, am I sad. I don't get to have any fun. All my friends have bikes. I don't have any bikes. But I'm going to get that bike because I just know it's going to be awesome. That's how you need to approach and review your goals. And guess what happens? If you do that every day, say, man, I can't wait. And it's such a silly goal to lose 20 pounds. I'm just going to say it. It's so cliche. But let's just use that because it's such a common goal is to lose weight. But if that's your goal, think about that for a minute, though. Man, it's going to feel so good. It's going to feel so good to know that I've knocked off 20 pounds. I'm physically going to feel better when that happens. I'm going to have more energy. I'm going to have less pain. I'm going to think more clearly. I'm going to look better. I'm going to be more confident in myself. I can't wait to lose those 20 pounds. And if I don't lose those 20 pounds, man, am I going to be so disappointed in myself and I'm going to be so sad and I'm going to continue to be tired and lethargic and in pain and stiffness because I'm carrying around this extra dumbbell across my back and I just need, I I know I need to get rid of this 20 pounds so I'm not going to let that happen. I'm going to feel so good when that 20 pounds is gone. If I do that every morning and I focus on that goal, Do you know what's going to happen? Subconsciously, let me tell you what's going to happen. Your brain is so incredibly smart. You will start to come up with solutions without even thinking of them. You're going to come up with answers as to how to achieve those goals over the course of your day. You could just go about your day. After meditating on your goals every morning, the top three and the emotional reasons on why you want to achieve them and the emotional pitfalls of not achieving them, if you do that, then over the course of your day, I promise you what's going to happen, you're going to have little ideas. You know what? I think instead of cereal this morning, I'm probably going to have some sautéed broccoli and onions and peas and carrots and maybe a couple eggs. Yeah, because that's natural. There's nothing chemical about any of that. It comes from the earth. It comes from a plant-based whole foods diet. And that's probably going to be better for me. I'm just going to throw out the milk out of my refrigerator. I'm not even going to look at that anymore because I'm not a baby cow. And so I shouldn't be drinking cow's milk anyhow. And, you know, um, cereal, for crying out loud, the carbs, the sugar content in those cereals, I know it's not it's not right for me. I'm going to eat the food that God put on this earth for me to eat, which is fruits and vegetables and eggs and and animal proteins that are natural and not hormone laden in moderation, right? And then, you know, you meditate on these goals and the next thing you know, you're going to say, you know what, instead of parking right next to the front doors of, of Giant Eagle or Walmart or Target or Home Depot or Lowe's, I'm going to park I'm going to park all the way, the farthest parking spot away from the front doors. Why? Because it's going to make me walk more. That's an easy lifestyle switch. I can just park there and I don't even have to worry about someone hitting my car door with their car door. I'm just going to park far away. People are going to wonder why I'm parking so far away. I don't even have a fancy sports car, but I'm going to park far away because I'm going to walk a little bit more. Maybe when I go out to get the mail, I'll walk around the block. And then I'll get the mail and I'll walk back in the house. But I'll walk around the block to just make myself walk an extra 10 minutes every day. Right? Your mind will start giving you ideas as to how to achieve your goal. 
If your goal is career-based, then all of a sudden you might find yourself like myself saying, you know what, I'm going to uninstall these distractive applications or games on my cell phone. It's just not worth my time. I have better things to do. If my goal is to have better relationships with my family, maybe my goal would be, you know what, I'm going to keep my phone in my car or in my room, but when I'm downstairs with my family, it's not on me. These are, If we focus on our goals, our brain, which is infinitely intelligent, and some would say is connected with God on a subconscious level, will start pinging us, will start dripping inside of us these little inspirations, these little ideas that are going to help you get closer to achieving your goal. So long as you meditate on your goal on a consistent basis, daily, with emotion. Does that make sense? That's my phone giving me a notification, but it's also probably time for me to wrap this podcast up. Hopefully you guys have been inspired to allow yourself to dream, set some goals, set some dates for those goals, and start reviewing the top three that are the closest to your heart and can be achieved the quickest because that will give you momentum and inspiration to really create for yourself the life that you want to create for yourself and not only in 2019 but in beyond. Thanks so much for staying connected with me, guys. I really do appreciate you. It's been a really interesting and evolutionary year for me this year. I really look forward to talking to you in 2019 and continuing this journey. God bless you. We'll talk soon. Bye now.